Welcome to New Being Queen Talk Show and the podcast. We are here, y'all. My goodness, yes. We are in the year of 2023. Oh, my goodness. Listen, yes, we are on a whole entire new level for you all on this year. I'm telling you all, this is going to be great. It's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. Exciting. We're going to have some great content for you all. I'm talking about doing it just new, 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 just for you in 2023, okay? So here it is. I am your host, Queen Yolanda Mitchell, and on the show on today is King Apostle Timothy Carter and Queen Vicki Robinson. I'm so excited for you all on today. We're going to try to tone this thing down just a tad bit because we got some important things we want to discuss today. And one of the things that I really, really, truly want to bring out is the loss of my grandson. Yes, you heard me. The loss of my grandson. We buried him last Thursday of 2022, which is the 29th of December. The family wanted to go ahead and... Um, take care of the arrangements, the funeral arrangements before the new year. So they decided to do it on the 29th of December. My grandson is my son's baby, my son's son. So his name was named after my son, and he was the fourth. Yes, he was the fourth. And so um, it was a, a, a situation, you know, really missed the little man already. And the time that I spent with him, I recorded it and things of that nature. I'm so glad that God told me to go ahead and get him and spend time with them. I did a, did a couple videos. I recorded him, took some pictures, and he was in a very happy state. I enjoyed him. The house was live. It was so live with him, and I enjoyed every, every moment of it and the, the moments of him laughing and smiling and things like that. And so what I want to share with you all on today is coping with the loss. And I'm telling you, it's not easy. Now, while I'm just going to give my perspective from a grandmother's point of view and the grandmother's point of view from being the son, which is my grandson, it's my son's son, you know, from my side. And some of you may have this experience like myself. As the grandmother on this side, you spend time with your grandchildren, but not as much as you would if it was your daughter's baby. You see what I'm saying? If it was my daughter's baby, I would have spent so much time with him because as a woman, most of the time as the, a woman, we tend to spend a lot of time with our daughter's children because a daughter, you know, they always say, well, some of our people say, you bring a daughter will bring a child home. Your daughter will bring your child home. Uh, a boy, he will leave the child where it's at. You know, in my case, my son did spend time with his children. He did. He made sure he spent time with his children. And while they, we were not in the same hometown, we were still, you know, fairly close. We were not so far apart that I could not spend time with my babies, but not as much as the mother's mother spent with them. You know what I'm saying? So she spent a whole lot of time. And so I would say this, whenever you're getting ready, whenever you're having a, a funeral and you're getting, pre- you're getting prepared for a funeral, it's going to hurt. It's going to be a lot of people that's going to be disappointed. A lot of people are going to be angry because it happened. This 
young man was very healthy, beautiful soul, and he passed. He died. So while we don't have the information, the autopsy report, uh, so I don't have that to share with you all of what happened to him, um, but I can definitely let you know let you know that he's not here. And I truly believe it was an accident. Whatever happened was an accident, and he's not here. It was very hard to believe. I actually went to the hospital where he was, and they allowed us, before they took him off, they allowed us to hold him, and I held him in my arms, and he was a limp body. And that kind of bothered me, and it seemed like I could feel him, and he still seemed as if he was alive. It didn't seem real at all. It did not seem real. It was as if he was still there. It was like he was just cold, you know? And maybe it was just in my mind, I didn't want him to be gone. The family cried. The mother of the family, they cried and things of that nature. It was very hard to hear and to see and to experience. I don't wish that on anyone at all. Um, so during that process, you know, I talked to the mother and she cried a whole lot. One of the things that she did say is she was tired of people asking her what happened. And I would say to anybody that wants to know about what happened, it will probably be not good to go to the mother and ask what happened to their child and why their child has passed away. Maybe find a close friend or a relative, you know, that may know and ask them. Because what happens is if you ask them the question, they have to keep rekindling that part of what happened. They have to keep rekindling what took place on that day. And they're trying to move on. They're trying to mourn. But it's hard for them to really try to be at peace when people are constantly asking the question. Now, some people say it's disrespectful to ask what happened, you know? So if you don't already know, it's best not to ask them, okay? So when you go there, you know, if they are crying, cry with them or hold them. Be that person that can bring them comfort. Now, while we all know that a lot of people know scriptures, don't go to them quoting all those scriptures. People at that point of time, scriptures are good. But it's not good to try to go there and preach to people and say, well, you know, God makes no mistakes. God knows what he's doing. He took the best of them. You know, just say, if there's anything that I need, that you need, let me know. My condolences are, are with you. I'm going to keep you in my prayers. These are things that you can say to them, you know. Um, and if you do quote a scripture, keep it real short. Yeah, keep it real short. And just let them know that you're there with them to be there for them. And more than anything, Pray for the family. I don't know. For some reason, it's a lot of feuding and a lot of arguments, a lot of disagreements. It's just a lot of things that stirs up when there's a lot. When normally, when things are okay, it's it's good to discuss those things. But it's it's different when there's a lot and you're trying to figure things out, you know. And so that's why we're going to get into that part about the insurance part, and we're going to have King Apostle to come in and talk to us about that part because we did experience him not having life insurance and then having to scrounge around to find money so that we can bury our grandson. And while we were able to get it done within like two or three days to pay for the entire funeral, just the fact that as a grandmother and as the mother and the grandmother of the other family, you know, we had to, you know, be the ones to go and, and act for a few dollars here and there from people to see if they could help. He was only seven months. And I know that people say that I don't have him insured. I don't have him insured. He's like one or two and three years old. But the best time to 
get your child insured is when they're born because you just never know. Because there are some um, um, mortuary companies or businesses, they, you know, are not going to do it for free. But they will try to charge you the least amount possible. But a lot of times they don't do it for free. A lot of times they don't. He's a seven months and three days. And then I have life insurance on him. We did not have any insurance. And so that's why it's important for us to have this discussion today. And families, while the family is moved, while everyone else has moved on, the family is still dealing with the, the loss of their, of their loved one. The young lady, she's still crying. She still mourns, of course. And guess what? Every time she sees a baby that was his age, he hurts all over again because her baby is not there with her. And my son, when he sees my daughter's baby, which is his sister, when he sees her baby, he's one and he's chunky. My son thinks about his baby because he was also a chunky little fella. And so my son, he plays with my baby with my, sorry, with my daughter. <laughs> I call him my baby, so forgive me. He plays with him as if, you know, that's like his baby. I, I can tell when he looks at him, he smiles at him, and it reminds him of his son. And then my son goes off into a daze. On his phone right now, he has a slideshow on his phone. He has one of those flip open phones that looks like a whole TV kind of phone. And while it's on this front screen, the front screen has like a video that plays when you open up his phone. And there it is, his baby right there. And it takes a while for you to get to that place where you don't cry. It takes years. And people mourn differently. They mourn differently. I would say that every Christmas time, because he passed on the 21st, every Christmas, their thoughts are gonna be with their, with their baby. And their Christmas is not gonna be the same. And, co and, and is there something about our soul? Our soul seems as if it takes record of, an, of, of a traumatic incident because he passed all of a sudden. Our soul keeps the record of it. So getting close to that time, I know my son and the baby's mother are going to be very sad. That's a loss. That's a, that's a human. That's a baby gone. He was named after my son. He was the fourth. We were going to carry on. We were going to carry on that name. We were going to carry it on, and it stopped. And so being a grandmother and seeing my son hurt, I hurt. Being a grandmother and I lost my grandson, that I, 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 I wanted him to have more life. I wanted to be able to see his, grand, see his children come up. I want to see him him walk because he was barely he wasn't even crawling, y'all. He hadn't even gotten to that chance, that point of crawling. He was barely crawling. My husband was trying to teach him how to crawl. I looked forward to seeing him crawl. He hadn't even started crawling. So when they're taken and God has called them to a better place, and we know that everything happens for a reason, you know, whether it's to get everybody's attention or for us to understand how precious a life is. What it did for me, it made me to look at every single moment, y'all. Not an opportunity, not for a day, but for every single moment that I get a chance to see one of my children smile or laugh, to try to capture it, to be in that moment, to be free, to live. I used to be a very distant person, very 
that office person didn't want to laugh or talk or joke about anything at all. I was a very serious individual, serious about everything. Now I'm saying, listen, this is what life is about, about joking and laughing and enjoying life, not being hard and miserable and upset with the world and not laughing and enjoying yourself. Now I've learned how to enjoy myself. And when my grandbabies come to the house and they want to run around for a little while, I'll let them do that. And so I'm like, you know what? Stop it. Just stop it. Enough is enough. You're tearing up the place, you know? But enjoy every moment. So for the grandmother, if you don't get along with the baby's mother, at least try your best to get along with them enough so that you can spend time with the baby. Yeah. You know, just for that. Just so your baby will know who you are because you just never know what could happen. You know, try your best to spend time with the baby. Put aside how you feel so that you can spend time with the baby or the children. And if you don't like the, the guy, you know, still try to find times you can just even see your babies for a few moments to give them a hug, a kiss, a gift. Because at the end of the day, that child did not actually come here. And so don't distance yourself because of the parents. Try if you can, if it's possible. Try your best. And then after that, then I can understand you pulling back if it's going to be chaotic, toxic, you know, confusion, you know, that I can see. If you can't, you just can't, you know. But but stay in prayer that a day will come you get to know your grandchildren, you know. Um, one of the things that I, um, I love about this opportunity is that right now I can spend time with my grandbabies because we've been out of school due to the holidays. So I've been able to spend time with my, my grandchildren. They don't know that their brother is still not alive. They think that he's still here. So I'm going to leave that to his parents to share that with them. During the funeral, one of the things that we did, we put aside how we felt, what we were going through, so that the mother and my son can mourn in peace. Now, afterwards, I don't know, you know, all the stuff that happened and took place after the funeral. You know, they all went, out, went their separate ways and did things that they, they do after funerals. But if you at if you are attending a funeral and you are feuding with someone, don't continue the feud. Try to stay your distance from the individual that you are upset with, so that you don't bring that negative energy there, or don't show up at the funeral at all. If you feel like you can't handle your emotions or you're gonna say something, don't bring that there. That's not the place. Allow the family to mourn. And a lot of times, people don't even know that you all are upset because they're coming from out of town. And they don't know what's really going on. And you don't want to expose them to that environment. So I say to the family, do as much as you can to be there. But the friends of the family, help as much as you can to coordinate the food, to coordinate a place if you can. If the family who's there, someone coordinate where they're going to have the funeral, who's going to preach, or if it's going to be a preaching, or if it's just going to be, you know, just going to be a, um, you know, a funeral where they're just going to have a graveside. You know, those are things you have to decide and think about. And the mother, the one who lost their child, those are things that they're having to think about, along with trying to get up money if they don't have insurance, if they're going to put something up for collateral, or if they're going to, you know, use what they have in the bank, if they're going to ask around to family and friends for the money, or, you know, whatever it is that they're going to do, you know, you want to get that done so that you can bury your baby. It's all sorts of things you go through so, so much. And then you're dealing with the, 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 the uh, you know, people being upset and you're feeling that as if the baby was just ripped away from you. 
he was just in my house on that Sunday. And I had, so I told him, even though he was only seven months after baby, I'm coming back to get you. I'm coming back to get you on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, he died. He didn't die on Tuesday. He didn't die, he didn't die on that Sunday. It was Wednesday, the day I was supposed to get him. I cried so hard. I said, God, all I needed was one more day. I was going to get him today. But God knew that. God knew that. And God also wanted me to know that he's the one who has the final say. And that he's in control and he knows best. He does. And while I cried, and I cried, and I cried, I cried for days, I cried. Cried myself asleep, woke up crying. Went back to sleep. I would nap. Woke up from the nap crying. Got back up again. And now I can actually talk, actually laugh a little, and just enjoy the moment as I move forward. I'm not going to say I'm going to try to move forward. I'm moving forward. But I got my memories out there in my phone, my memories of my baby in my phone. I'll never forget them. Never forget his beautiful smile. And that's why I'm saying it's important to take in every moment, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of how, how, how hard it is for you right now. Personally, put aside your personal feelings so that you can enjoy what really matters most. So with that being said, I'm going to stop talking. I want to share that with you all on today to let you all know what I had just experienced and how, you know, with these things like this that happen, why it's important to have life insurance. And it doesn't matter the age of the child. As soon as that baby is born, that's a good time to get life insurance. Just in case, you know, someone wanted to know when do you think it's best to put life insurance on a baby because you're not always going to be given a chance to bury him or her for free. They may charge you. Um, the, our cheapest price was 3500 Do you have $3,500 just sitting around so that you can just spend it on a funeral? Or that you're, you know, you're spending money, vacation money, bill money. You know what I'm saying? You know, but if you had life insurance on them, you would have that to cover. That would have been covered, you know. So I'm going to stop right there. Queen Vicky King Apostle, I'm going to open up and let you all talk. Tell me what you think. Uh, this is Queen Vicky. And I just want to um, give my condolences to you, Queen um, Yolanda, at the loss. Um, and this show, What Matters the Most. Um, and um, I just want to ask um, King Apostle Timothy Carter, um, he has um, a business, an insurance company. And so I know he would be the best um, to to start off with uh, the question today, um, what, um, at the time of a loss, um, I think that uh, Queen Yolanda covered a little bit, why is it important that we should have an insurance policy on ourselves and our loved ones? Because I know when I was coming up, you know, she was saying have the insurance when they are born. Um, I think that we be thinking of life and not death at the time. So why is it so important? And why should we, the listening audience, look into having policy? King Apostle, can you answer those for me? Yes, absolutely. And I also, first of all, I want to give my condolences to uh, Queen Yolanda and her family uh, for their loss. Uh, we're definitely praying for you. And um, I know that uh, time heals, you know, 
uh, everything. So we just know in time that um, God will give you uh, the peace, uh, the closure, the joy, everything you guys are looking for. So just know that you're loved. And um, if you need anything, I'm here for you. So just know that, Queen. And um, to answer the question, um, why is it important to have uh, life insurance uh, for yourself and even your loved ones? Well, first of all, uh, this is for an adult. The average cost of a funeral uh, for an adult um, is $7,500. So unless you have that much land around in the bank, you know, it is, it's very important uh, to have a, a life insurance. So um, when uh, you or your loved one die, that you'll be able to uh, pay for those uh, funeral expenses. Um, uh, the reason why life insurance is so important is because one, uh, it helps pay for the funeral expenses. Two, um, it helps pay for bills because there's uh, bills that are still there that needs to be paid and life insurance would actually help pay for those bills. Uh, it can also help replace missing income. So when uh, the primary breadwinner dies, or even you may have a, um, someone that's at home that um, does stuff that may be a, a homemaker or anything like that, um, uh, even replacing them um, is important and, and not replacing them, excuse me, let, let me use a better word, uh, having someone come in that maybe can can cook and clean and help uh, uh, you know watch the children while you at work that's uh, a lot of times people don't understand the, the role of someone that's at home taking care of the kids at home how important that is until they're gone you know so um, you would definitely need to replace the missing income if you're the primary breadwinner uh, because you definitely don't want um, your family uh, to lose the home lights get cut off uh, unable to uh, um, uh, buy groceries and pay the car note and stuff like that. So you want to be able to replace that missing income. And it also helps uh, to make sure there's money there for children to go to college. Uh, you can have money set aside uh, from that life insurance policy to help when that uh, child graduates uh, so they can go on to college and continue their education and, and really uh, have a chance at life to, uh, to become somebody great. Uh, so those are uh, very important reasons why uh, you should have life insurance. I, I, I talk to a lot of people, and the sad thing is, Queen, a lot of people wait um, to their older uh, 65, 70, and they have a lot of ailments, a lot of issues, and then they, uh, they want life insurance because now they realize they're nearing the end of their lives. Uh, something is, uh, uh, could go wrong and they could die, and now they want to get life insurance. But now the problem is, when you have all these different ailments and issues, uh, it's difficult sometimes to find a life insurance policy and, and if, uh, that, that will cover you. And then two, if I do find a life insurance policy that will cover you, it will be very expensive uh, to, to get that life insurance policy because of what's going on. The underwriters will look at the different health issues you got. They look at how old you are. And, uh, and they will rate that policy, and that will make that policy very expensive. And so when you, and what, what is expensive? Sometimes I, I've quoted people for life insurance policies, and it's $500, $600 a month. Well, that's crazy to pay that amount. you know. Uh, and you could have easily got a life insurance policy when you were uh, younger, even covered a child when they're young. you know. Uh, so I just want to encourage everybody that, um, especially if you're young, uh, get a life insurance policy because it, it'll be very inexpensive. 
uh, and uh, uh, it'd be uh, something that uh, that would take care of you because we never know uh, when it's our time to go home. So um, it's very important to have it. And I just want to encourage everybody to um, to make sure you have it in it and it'll keep you from having to have uh, do um, raise money on uh, Facebook or or doing different type of fundraisers to try to get money or calling people to get money to pay for funeral uh, expenses. If, if you have something uh, in place, uh, something happens, you have the finances there to, uh, to handle uh, the business of someone passing away. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, King Apostle, what if it's yes. unexpected? Like, what, 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 what you do when it's unexpected? You're not pre- um, prepared um, such, I'm not going to use, well, I'm going to use Queen Yolanda, um, how it was unexpected, you know, and I know you said when we get older, we get that policy because we're sick, and then I'm not even just going to dwell with unexpected because the pandemic, we lost a lot of people, and I know everybody wasn't had a policy, <laughs> so <laughs> everybody didn't have a policy, so when it's a child, is the premiums cheaper when you get it when they're first born Absolutely. and they go up gradually? Can you elaborate uh, on that? First of all, uh, let me deal with the unexpectedly. Uh, you always have you always have to prepare for the unexpected. Uh, I, I sell all uh, all lines of insurance and and just just let me uh, touch with this. Some someone had uh, made a comment. I'm and I'm a. Uh, just compare the auto insurance to life insurance. Uh, they, they said, well, they feel that they really shouldn't, they really don't need auto insurance because they don't have accidents. But of course, you know, you got to have auto insurance here, in, especially here in Texas, because it's the law. Uh, but they feel they didn't, they didn't need to really have um, insurance because they are a careful driver. Uh, they haven't had uh, an accident uh, their whole life. And I tell people, I say, well, you need insurance because you never know if you're going to have an accident today. Pe- people wake up and they're on their way somewhere and they end up having an accident. That policy is there in place because of the unexpected. Somebody might hit you. You might hit somebody. Uh, it might be something in the road. Animal may come out of the road. You hit it. It's for the unexpected. So if 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 you if if a lot of people are, are concerned about making sure that car is covered, you want to make sure your life is covered as well. Um, life has a way of throwing curveballs at us. We don't know when our number is up. When it's when when God is going to call us home. So it could be um, from a child just being born to someone that's 80 years old. Uh, we need life insurance. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to die, but if I die, my family uh, is going to be in a very great position. Um, they're going to have a lot of money. I, I pray they do <laughs> they do the right thing with it, but uh, my family is protected if, uh, if I pass away. You want to make sure that, especially if you love your family, you want to make sure that uh, you, you take care of your family. Um, especially we just we just had the pandemic. You would think that... Um, people would have ran a lot of people did get life insurance uh, to cover themselves but you still have a lot of people that uh don't have life insurance because they kind of roll the dice they don't think that they're going to die now they think they have plenty of time they don't think uh uh you know uh, that anything is going to happen to them out of the ordinary uh, or that their child uh, may pass away but we always have to prepare for the unexpected we don't know 
So uh, I make sure my, my kids are covered, my grandkids are covered, because, uh, you know, we don't know. And so you want to make sure that if something does happen, that there is money in, in place to be able to pay for that funeral expenses. Uh, and, and people got to understand, pay for medical bills because that policy will also help pay for the medical bills or any legal fees or anything that's out there uh, that may have to have done with, uh, have to do with uh, the passing of this person. So, uh, because trust me, those bills have to be paid and uh, those creditors are going are to be looking for uh, uh, that next akin to um, pay those bills off. And so you want to make sure you have all that, all that, that stuff in place to take care of that. Thank you so much. That was really, really good. Um, and what there are different types of insurance policies. Am I correct? Yes, um, they are. And what are the steps if, say, I'm a single mother, and um, you know, and I have five children? Okay, do I put all of us on one policy? Do I get each of them a policy? when they're born, how does that work? And where should I keep that policy? Well, first, you want, to keep that policy. Policy. you want to keep that policy in a, in a safe place and make sure that someone responsible knows where that policy is at all times. So in the case something happens uh, in your passing, they will know where to go get that life insurance policy at uh, and who they need to call, who they need to contact uh, to go ahead and get that, um, that uh, life insurance um claim process um a lot of times with uh with a, being a mother of five you can um have the the children on that life insurance policy with you it depends on how much coverage you're trying to get on your child because if, if you have a policy and then you have your children on there do a child rider that rider um and a rider is something that you it's, it's kind of just imagine something that you place on top of the policy uh uh will will only cover a child up to a certain amount. So um with you I I, I would uh it depends on what your budget is. I would we would look at uh a few options uh should you get a life insurance policy and add your children as riders and get maybe uh $10,000 of coverage on them if you're looking for more uh, maybe we would look at a, a whole life policy uh for a child. A whole life policy basically it 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 uh it's it's two type of main policy uh that you need to look at one is a term policy and then whole life now term is what it is it's the word t-e-r-m you think of, of a term policy as if you're renting a home or renting an apartment it's like leasing uh you know it, once you enter into a lease you know that lease may be good for six months at least may be good for a year or maybe two years however long you sign that lease but uh, once that lease is up, you have to renew that lease. And that's the same way with term insurance. Term is like leasing life insurance, it's renting life insurance. So you may get a, a, a term life insurance policy for five years, for 10 years, uh, for 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, it depends. And, uh, and term life uh, insurance is very inexpensive, but keep in mind, it does expire and it has to be renewed. So I tell people that, uh, the way uh, underwriters uh, rate these insurance policies is by your age. So just say you you get a term policy, uh, a 30-year term policy, Queen. Say you're 20 years old, you get a 30-year term policy, okay? And you don't renew that policy. You let you let it uh, uh, get all the way up to 30, and then you want to renew it. Well, now you're 50. 
And so now you're being rated at the age of 50 and that price is going to be a lot higher. So I love, basically, I love whole life because whole life is basically what it is. It's uh, It covers you for the your whole life and that price never changes. So just imagine if, if, if you get a whole life policy uh, while you're young, 20 years old, and you get about $50,000, uh, that, that, that rate is going to be very inexpensive. And uh, no matter how old you get, uh, you, you pay that price, that price when you're 20 years old, when you get 50, that price is still going to be the same price as if you were 20. When you get 70, you're still paying the same price as if you were 20. And also that whole life policy, it accumulates cash value. So uh, over the period of time, you will have $50,000 plus the cash value that have accumulated from that $50,000. And you can actually uh, borrow from that um, from that uh, life insurance policy to uh, pay bills or even use it to pay your life insurance policy. Uh, but it's it's something that um, I, I, I love to sell whole life because I, I believe it's uh, it's a better policy and uh, it's more inexpensive. And um, and actually, if you live to uh, age 100, because at 100, they consider you uh, that, that that's how the underwriters rate you up to age 100. And at age 100, they consider you dead. So if God blesses you to, to live to 100, they actually just give you the whole policy. Here you go. Here's your money because they consider you dead. Uh, so a uh, whole life. Uh, is, is really the way to go, but it uh, it just depends on what your situation is, uh, what your um, uh, what your finances look like, and all that. But uh, there's always something out there that can be found to fit into your budget. So, um, and I have another question. I'm sorry, because these are the things that we don't talk about. We don't talk about being prepared, and when it, when it's unexpected, because you said um, life happens. Um, and so our listening audience um, is getting good, good information um, to be prepared in 2023. Um, it has to start with me. That means I need to be the first one encouraging other people to um, get that policy, um, get your children on a policy. And with that being said, um, I just wanted to know with the whole life coverage, um, is that the best policy for a newborn? Or, you know, a newborn, it's just like um, buying stocks and bonds. So it's like, a, I guess, an investment or what's, a, yes. you know, for a child or a term life whole is life, better? Whole, Which one? Whole, whole life would be, always would be the best for a child because uh, it will be very inexpensive to get a whole life policy on a child, especially a newborn. It, it, it will cost you a little bit of nothing uh, to get life insurance on a child and you want to be able to, to keep that policy on that child because um, that it would accumulate cash value. Uh, you're able to, uh, like I said, you would be able to borrow money uh, from that policy uh, as the uh, as the cash value comes on there. A lot a lot of parents, uh, they, they set their children up when they're young and they use that, they can use some of that money to help them actually with college. You know, um, oh, wow. uh, so you always, as a parent, you always want to think about setting your kids up early, not waiting till, you know, uh, they're 20 or 30 or 40 years old. You're trying to do something. Uh, uh, you want to, you, you always want to do something at an early age because the younger you are, the healthier you are, you tend to be healthy. 
and um, you, you won't have to go through all those hoops and hurdles with underwriting. Uh, that policy would, would, would fly through there very quickly and they'll approve it. And um, those premiums would be very, uh, very affordable. I tell parents all the time, yeah, when that baby's born, get, get when, when the time is convenient, when you have a chance to sit down uh, with a life insurance agent or talk to someone about it, get that done, get that locked in, get a, get a policy on that child. Uh, a lot of people, uh, Queen, I found they don't like to do it because they don't, they don't like talking about death. You know, but but life insurance mm. policies have evolved. It's it, it has to do more than uh, life insurance policy covers more than death. There's policies I sell right now, Queen. Uh, for instance, um, it 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 uh, it'll pay like uh, I write a, a life insurance policy on you, and uh, God forbid you have uh, a heart attack or a stroke, and you're in the hospital. Well, we have plans now where some of the proceeds of that life insurance policy will be given to you so that you'll be able uh, 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 to pay, help pay medical bills or maybe a nurse to come in that's taking care of you, uh, help you get back on your feet. So uh, policies have evolved. So it helps you, uh, these policies helps you in a lot of different numerous ways. Like it, it, like I said, it can help you pay for college expenses. You have policies that, um, that you can get uh, like universal life that's uh, tied into the stock market. And uh, it, it can, um, a lot of money can be accumulated on that and you can use that money for, uh, for different things. So, um, uh, when whenever you, uh, someone gets a chance to actually just sit down and talk with a licensed agent and just look at the different options that's available uh, because life insurance policies will actually help you and there's money available for you that you can use and spend while you're still alive, while you're still here on earth. It's not just for when you just die now. But a lot of people don't like to talk about life insurance because they don't like talking about the end. But that's that's a price all of us have to pay. You know, that's something that that we cannot escape. That's uh, all of us one day are, are are going to pass away. So we have to prepare for that day, for that time. You know, uh, whether it's a child, whether it's uh, me, whether it's a spouse, you want to make sure that the people you love are protected. If you love them, you will make sure that you are that they are protected. You wouldn't want to die and leave all these bills and all these burdens on your loved one and now they're trying to figure out not only how to bury you but now they're trying to figure out how to pay the medical bills and how to pay the mortgage and how to get the kids to college and uh, how to pay the car note and now they're uh, 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 they're working two or three jobs and trying to take out loans and, and, and it's causing life to become more difficult because now you're no longer here you have to prepare to make sure that uh, when that time comes that everything will be a great transition uh, uh, there, there, uh, there will be uh, no problems. Everything will be taken care of. So you want to sit down with a, uh, make sure you sit down with a, a licensed agent or financial planner to plan out your funeral. See, see how much money is needed in your in the time that uh, you're gone. Uh, how much money is needed to make sure that uh, your loved one's life is not interrupted financially. I understand they may miss you emotionally and they, they'll cry and they'll grieve on you, but, but you, have, you want to make sure that they are not hurting financially and that uh, and while they're still healing and while they're still uh, coming to terms with what has happened, bills are still being paid. You know, bills are still being paid. So, um, and so uh, for those who feel that they don't need life insurance, I, I, I just uh, ask you just to, just to rethink this because when you die, there's a bill when you pass away and that bill has to be paid 
to the uh, to the funeral home. Uh, um, that bill has to be paid to the hospital. Uh, so just you want to make sure that things are in place and that business is taken care of, and that your family will be able that your family will be okay once you're gone. That is some good information, um, King Apostle. Um, this is like what you do. So is that how can the listening audience reach out to you um, or your agency? Because um, I know uh, we get junk mail and um, in the junk mail, Gerber, Gerber, um, <laughs> Gerber is always putting that uh, insurance card in there so that you can purchase um, insurance for your children. So how can um, a single parent um, or any anybody um, reach you, or or is there you know you say reach out to a licensed um, insurance company? Now we can go online, so we just need to make sure that they're legitimate. How can right. you make sure? Because back in the day, you know the insurance man would knock on your door, getting <laughs> it, picking up premiums, <laughs> picking up premiums and yes. payments. Um, yes. and, and I didn't, and, you know, my grandma, I'm like, I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> What do you think? I said they mark marking it down in the book and all that stuff. That that's the old debit uh, debit insurance. Uh, that, yeah, that's going way back. Uh, <laughs> but um, to make sure a company's reputable, you always want to do your research on a company. You can always go to the Better Business Bureau and uh, look up that company. You want to find out what their rating, what the rating of that company is. The rating of that company means their ability to pay claims. Okay. So you want to make sure that that you that you sign up with a company that has the financial ability to pay your claim when it comes time to pay a claim. There's nothing more devastating than to pay an insurance company for years and then to find out uh, when it's time for a claim to be paid that they don't have the finances to pay the claims. So you want to look for ratings, ratings like A plus, A plus plus. Uh, those are some of the companies. Those are the companies I I, I would recommend. Um, that you would sign up with companies that have an A plus plus rating or A plus rating, A rating, uh, anything below that, um, because when you get the lower you get, you will find out that you would kind of have to fight with companies to get claims paid. So, uh, and and then you're dealing with um, the financial sovereignty of a company. So uh, just make sure you, you you deal with a company that has an A to an A plus plus rating uh, that uh, you're dealing with. Uh, and so, like I said, you can always check them out on the on, on the go to the Better Business Bureau, and you can uh, check them out, and, and it'll, it'll let you know what what their ratings are, you know. And you can also look at the complaints, uh, see if there were there any issues with them paying claims, uh, um, you know, how long does it take to pay a claim? Because usually, for a life insurance company to pay a claim, um, it takes it could take anywhere from two to three days, two to three weeks, or up to two months, depending on what's going on. But when someone passes away, you want to make sure that you stop, you take the time to get a hold of your agent or that insurance company to put in that claim as soon as possible. Because, like I said, it could take anywhere from two to three days, two to three weeks, or up to two months. And you want to make sure that you get paid, uh, get, get that process and get that, that those finances released to you as soon as possible. So uh, if someone passes away, you want to make sure that's one of the first order of business that you take care of getting is getting a hold of your agent or that insurance company so that uh, that uh, life insurance claim can be filed. Uh, 
uh, I think uh, everyone needs to take a moment uh, who does not have life insurance or even who does have life insurance. You, you want to make sure, uh, and if I could put this in, want to make sure that everything that, that you have the adequate amount of life insurance. Don't just look for any amount while well, I'm going to just get do $10,000. That's it. $10,000 will pay for your funeral, but you want to make sure I want to reiterate, you want to make sure that not only your funeral expenses are taken care of, but that household is taken care of. That in the, and that in your absence and in the absence of your income, that that house, that money can be replaced, that they will be missing uh, because you passed away to make sure that home, those bills in the home is taken care of. Kids are able to go to college, bills are paid, medical bills are taken care of, any legal fees. All that stuff is taken care of. You want to make sure that uh, that financially you will not be missed. So that I think that's a responsibility for for every for every father, for every mother, for every husband, for every wife, for every person that is responsible. That you want to make sure that your family will be okay financially in your absence. Uh, This is so good. (laughs) This is some good information. Um, Queen Yolanda, um, Uh I know that this has been very important, uh, and I know it's been a little difficult um, for you, but this has been, thank you for your sacrifice of just pouring out and being transparent for our listening audience to gather this information and a teachable moment. And I'm just going to turn it back over to you. Um, if Queen, um, King uh, Timothy Carter, if you're not going to um, give all your information, because I know you're in a, um, people can reach out to you. Do you have a yes. number or anything that they can, they can or email? They can actually yes. go to my website. Everything will be there. It is uh, Tim Carter and Associates. Again, that's Tim Carter and Associates.com. Tim Carter and Associates.com. So you can go there um, and all my information will be there. If you want to quote anything, you can go to the contact us page or quote page and uh, just fill out the information. It will come to me and I can email you a quote back and uh, let you know uh, what it will cost to uh, uh, get a life insurance policy on yourself or your children, uh, you know, or just have a conversation with you. I can even do um, look at what you have already to make sure that that everyone that everything is adequately covered. And uh, if you pass away, that there will be enough money to take care of what needs to be taken care of. So uh, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. So reach out to me whenever you have a chance. Again, that's Tim Carter and Associates.com. Amen. I'm going to turn it back over to our host, Queen Yolanda, um, for her final remarks. Yes, ma'am. I, I this has been a this has been a blessing, King Apostle. Thank you so much. That that was some rich information. I know that anybody have any questions, you answer their questions. Um, Queen Vicky, thank you for pulling it out because you did your thing because <laughs> it was definitely needed. Um, but I, I had someone tell me that why would I need life insurance on myself and I'm going to be dead and gone? And I told this individual, why would you be okay with leaving 
your family responsible for burying you? Why would you leave them responsible for to take care of your bills? Why wouldn't you want to leave your family in a better position when you're passed away and gone? Why would you be selfish to even think that it's not important to ensure yourself? Like, people are not going to look at your family as if something's wrong with your family. They say, what was wrong with them? That they did not even take out the time to ensure themselves, and why did they not think that it was important? You know, so... So for people that are out there that don't think that you need to ensure yourself, you do. It keeps your children having to scrounge around for money. It keeps your other family members or your sisters or brothers or, you know, parents from trying to scrounge around to find money and how they're going to bury you. So that's the wrong mentality. I don't know what to call that. But that should not be the because it's what King Apostle. It may take depending on you and your state and your, you know, health conditions. It may take seventeen dollars, twenty dollars. You know, it it don't take a whole lot to insure yourself once a month. So once a month, you can spend twenty, thirty dollars on life insurance that'll cover you at least, you know, seven thousand, ten thousand dollars. You know, if you were to pass Ooh, away. Yes. And if I could chime in real quick, Queen, if you don't yes, mind. And, I, and this is what I tell a lot of people when they say they, they can't afford something. I tell people, you, you, can, you, you can afford what you want to afford. Uh, mm. And I ask, the person, I ask the person, I say, how much do you, on an average week or month, do you spend on eating out? Entertainment, going out to lunch, different things, add that up. You'd be surprised how much people spend on, on just doing stuff to, to have fun. And I tell them, maybe you need to dip into that. Maybe not go out to eat so much. Maybe not go to a movies and do. Set some of that money aside that you spend on doing that and invest it in your family, in life insurance, to make sure your family is okay. You know, you have have a lot of people that have to spend money on designer outfits and designer shoes and designer purses and pay all this money for new hairdos and, and makeup and different stuff, but they won't spend the money on life insurance. Won't. And I think that is very selfish and that is very yes. irresponsible that yes. you have all this stuff and then you pass away and now we got to go do GoFundMe to, to bury you. Right, to bury you. Yes. So, wow. uh, so I tell people the money's there. You know, you just need to look at your budget and be honest with yourself because you can move some money around. You know, you can. Uh, yeah. Take some of that money you go to the club with. <laughs> and invest in a life insurance company. Some of the money you use, and I'm not trying to be funny because like, this is real life stuff. The, the money you, right. you use to go out to, to the clubs, to drink, or, or to do different things, take some of that money and put it toward life insurance. And it gives you peace of mind to know that if I die, my family mm-hmm. will be okay. My, my family will be my okay. Or at you the know, minimum, or at the minimum, that the money's there to bury me. Right. You know? Yes, that part. So, King Apostle, you. This has been a beautiful session. This has been a beautiful. This is great content and very needed in this season. So, for you kings and queens out there, we pray that you 
were able to get something out of this discussion on today. We pray that you continue tuning in to listen to us every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zenith Radio Show. We're going to always be bringing you all some great content. We're going to have some beautiful people. They're going to come on the show um, every Thursday to you all. That's going to be bringing you all some stuff. We're, we're looking for this thing to be hot in 2023, you know, to be on a whole new level. So if you all are interested in being on the show, you all can always go to NBQ Talk at gmail.com if you all would like to get on the radio show with us and you want to be interviewed if you all are interested in getting on newbie and queen talk show um on facebook live with me um i'll be glad to have you to come on the show with me go to newbie and queen move at gmail.com email me let me know that you're interested that's n-e-w B-E-I-N-G, move, M-O-V-E, at gmail.com. That's move at gmail.com. Let me know that you're interested. You would like to talk about what you do, what you have coming up, or your ministry, business. You have any encouraging words. I would love to have you on the Being Clean Talk Show. Let's talk about what you have going on. Let's in let's network. Let's come together and support one another, okay? If you're interested in getting inside of MBQ magazine, it's gonna be on another level this year. Email me at mbqmagazine at gmail.com if you would like to get inside of our magazine. If you have any children, we are doing a, a children's edition in the month of March. We're looking for children with personalities, authors, uh, they have a desire to be a business owner, or they're just so cute. You know, we're looking for an edition. We're looking for children to get inside of that edition in the month of March. We want to celebrate our children so we can march forth in celebrating the new generation that is coming forth. So if you all uh, will, go ahead and make sure that you email us if you're interested in getting on the show. If you would like to advertise, this is that season that we are taking advertisements. We want you to email us so that we can take your advertisement. Advertise on the radio show. We don't want you all to miss this great opportunity so that we can get you out there even more, let you all know, let us uh, put you out there so that people would know what you're doing. I'm sorry. So that... Um, we can help you. We want to do as much as we can to put you out there. So make sure you download Zenith Radio app. You got to download the app, okay? Um, also, we also do kids um, YouTube channel. We have a kids YouTube channel. If you want your child to be interviewed, if they're doing some great things, let us know. We're also doing that too. If you have a child that is in business, we would like to do something for them as well, okay? And we're going to be doing some spotlight. If you all want to do a spotlight, advertisement. Let's say if you want to have someone you want to, um, you know, ask to marry. If you want to do a, uh, you want to um, ask them to marry, you want us to put this on, put that on the radio show, connect with us and we'll do what we can to put that out there so that we can be the one to announce that wedding for them. You can, I mean, we're going to make it interesting, but you got to put that step forward and reach out to us so that we can do that for you. We would love to be the one to do that 
um, for you because we know that would be a nice opportunity for you. So make sure that you reach out to us so that we can do that, okay? So advertisements, events that you all have coming up, reach out to us. We'll tell you what we have to offer you, okay? I'm going to turn it over to Queen Vicky. Queen Vicky, tell us what you have. Um, yes, um, you can find me on Facebook, Vicky Robinson dot, uh, on Facebook, and you can also find me on Instagram, all things new, number four, me. Um, link up with me. We do have a book that uh, Elevation to Queen Status that is still on sale in Amazon. So if you would like to purchase the book, you can go to Amazon and purchase our book um, where uh, different stories from uh, the different queens, um, it's still there. I'm an author. Um, and that's, that's it right now um, for 2023 um, going in. Um, but we do have some upcoming things, um, great things coming out in 2023. And I'm going to pass it to a King Apostle for your tag lines um, for what you have. Yes, uh, you can find me um, on Facebook. Uh, it's just Timothy Carter. Um, that's it, just Timothy Carter. And you can also find me on uh, Instagram uh, at Tim Carter and Associates. Um, and that's, I believe, and it's the same uh, for um, Twitter. Uh, well, I think Twitter, it's, uh, it's TC and Associates. Uh, so you can find me there. And uh, you can uh, message me or you can give me a call and I'll be more than happy to uh, to speak with you. All right. Again, this has been a beautiful lesson on today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you all so much, King and Queen. Um, this is going to end our uh, show on today. We thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget about us, okay? Blessing to your kings and queens. Take care of yourself. Peace. And blessings.